Heard on Thursdays with Nikki is about to go live online. Catch HOT, the iconic radio show that made Philippine FM radio talk every Thursday on The Monster. Streaming video on The Monster Facebook page at RX931. The Monster YouTube channel at RX931. And twitch.tv slash monsterrx931. You heard on Thursday's host, Nikki Porter. Stand by and enjoy the program. Hey, good evening, monsters. My name's Nikki, and I'm back for more hot conversations on Heard on Thursdays, the show that made Philippine FM radio talk only on Manila's hottest monster, RX 93.1. So, it was Valentine's Day. It's the love month. So, inevitably, this season always provokes conversations about love. And there are so many kinds, but... February usually brings out the romantics in all of us. Yes, even the single ones, like myself. Even if it's just in our heads. But tonight, though, we'll have real talk about love. Getting it. Love, I mean. Being in it and falling out of it. Recovering from it, even. Just to start all over again. It is a cycle, after all. No matter the age, though, most dating questions often remain the same. TBH, it's like you're asking for a second and third and fourth opinion throughout your dating life, even in your 30s, that decade when you feel like you've lived a little but still don't know enough. <laughs> Tonight, we have two guests who love sharing their experiences and their views on love in a wise, witty, and funny podcast called Thirsty and 30. They are Beatrinidad and Chari Luna. And no, you don't have to be in your 30s to enjoy tonight's show. Wherever you are in your dating life right now, you can ask questions or give your thoughts in the comments section or just sit back and reminisce your own wins and losses in love. Heard on Thursdays, Monsters, please welcome Bea Trinidad and Shari Luna of Podcast about smarter love, thirsty and thirty. Hi, everybody. Just hey. so we're clear, we are in our early thirties. Very early. Exactly. Yeah. No. Yes. <laughs> early thirties. Early thirties. Yeah. We are. Okay. We have a very close age gap. <laughs> uh, just work here. <laughs> All right. So welcome, Bea and Jerry. It's so glad to have you guys here. I'm excited also to talk to you guys about dating and relationships. Why not? No better time to do it, right? It is February. So I usually like to start things off by asking what both of you have been up to since the pandemic. So aside from work, aside from your chat show. What's the latest hobby or binge you've been busy with? So I'm going to start with Cherry. Hobby or binge? I recently completed a market bag. I crocheted it. <laughs> Shows how young I am. <laughs> I um, love that though. I yeah. want to learn how to crochet. It's fun. It's, you know, it's very relaxing. I took yeah. it up a long time ago actually because I had insomnia. And I was mm. like, stop it with the, the pill, sleeping pill thing. I was like something else so it was knitting and crocheting <laughs> mm. uh, what else have I been doing I've been cooking a lot as usual yeah. that's pretty much it very, very, I love that <laughs> very wholesome Sherry I mean I am the same I've been uh, not crocheting writing a lot so I've been writing for the newspaper and then also a lot of walks because I live by the Batangas area so mm. yeah I think it's showing that we're close to 40 even if we're in our early 30s. <laughs> yeah. Bea and I like her. Like, like age. The other one likes walking. I love we it. We both <laughs> like walking. We're like, are you doing your walk? Yes. Oh my gosh, that's the best. Um, <laughs> so, 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 when you, yes. so when you both decided to actually start a platform, Thirsty and 30, to help women and men find smarter love, how did that moment or that conversation go? What was the eureka moment? Go for, go for it, Bea. I don't know if we found the eureka moment yet. I feel like every week we get more confused with all the <laughs> problems we get. But it basically started when I was uh, virtually making lende someone in the UK. And mm-hmm. he was using the word, um, he used this in a like bit. phrase. He, yeah, he said, I'll call you in a bit. 
And the inner bed was like six hours from that point. And I was complaining to my girlfriends. I was like, and Shari was there. I was like, what is inner What does it mean to you? Nikki, for you, is it what's inner bed? Six it can hours? Be. No, I wouldn't say six hours. I would probably say at the most 10 minutes. Agreed. Okay, so go ahead, Shari. Continue where we picked up from well, me asking you much, this I've been, question. Yeah. So she says in a bit, and I was also having some virtual Linda who'd say like, I'll call you in a sec. And it also took like a glacial pace for in a sec. And then, I don't know, Bay and I, or our friends, we've always been kind of tawang-tawa sa sarili. Like, you're always mm. very impressed with their humor. And I was always saying like, guys, we should do a podcast. We can't be the only girls who talk like this or who, who would be entertained by this. Mm, yeah. And eventually, mm. because of our virtual woes, Bay and I are like, let's do it. So we did. Yeah, and all right. At first, I was hesitant. I was like, no way. I'm not going to air my, you know, <laughs> not that's dirty, but my dirty laundry, my, my love laundry. <laughs> and then, but Shari, someone was like telling me, you should just try to be a little controversial. And not that it became controversial, but Shari and I like just met so many people from mm. Miss Universe, Pia Wurzbach, to, on, you know, a dating coach. And everyone has a love problem. Everyone. Yeah, exactly. it's universal, and I love that you guys started it because I I checked out some episode. It's 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 very enlightening. Like there was a lot of stuff that I was like, huh. Especially if it's like from the guy's point of view too. So I'm glad that you guys actually had that uh, episode as well. So you guys have built yourselves yourselves as 30-somethings fighting for smarter anti-tililing love. So first, would you tell us what? smarter love means for you? Hmm. <laughs> Do you want me to start? I can start, I was, <laughs> Oh, okay. You can. Go ahead. Uh, well, for me, I mean, Shari somehow is more familiar on smarter love. I feel like I'm still getting a hang of it. But I think smarter love is like making better decisions that won't derail you. Because, <laughs> mm, yeah. like, a bad boyfriend Agreed, yeah. is like a bad hangover. Like, it just doesn't let you move on. So, but yeah, <laughs> Cherry has a, she is a perfect case study. I am still a working experiment. Yeah. Uh, no. I think Mike and I were talking about this a while ago. It's like, what, what makes love smart? I think it's just equipping yourself with certain tools that can help bring you to a healthy relationship. But I guess it's never really a guarantee. People were talking about like it's a lot of timing. But smarter love really is gaining skills so that you make better choices that lead you to a healthy relationship. That's right. what smarter love Mike is. Mike is Shari's boyfriend, by the way, yes, for those that don't know. Yes, yeah. we're going to get into that later. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, you, okay, so you've described what smarter love is. Now, please tell us what anti-tililing love is. I have never heard of this term. I'm pretty sure. You, I feel like you guys coined it anyway. And mm-hmm. like, uh, yung, I've, I've heard in your podcast, you're like, ah, natililing ka. I don't know. Okay, please tell us. What Bay and I are big on that. <laughs> tililing. You know, like, the, like when, you, when you know you're in a situation that you're there because it is somehow your fault and then you just can't focus on anything. You can't go about your day. Yeah. You're oh itchy. You're confused. Basically, natililinka, it's because you invested so much of your emotions and all this effort into this person and you're not getting what you want. Mm. And then now you're tililing. You yeah, are I, talking. Like I have another... I have another kind of definition for tililing. It's like doing things that you would not be proud of. So whether you're checking if someone's active on Messenger, how long (laughs) they've been active for, why are they not replying? Yes. You know, when they call you acting all cool, like, oh, I was busy. (laughs) Or just the the things that make you act on like very natural, not natural to yourself. Not yourself. Yeah, or you're not proud of it. I would say like or the winner. Bay and I have gotten a lot of listeners who tell us that oh they've sent food to their not their boyfriends and then they didn't get food back. You're like, why? That's a <laughs> move. Don't do that. 
Yeah. Oh my mm. gosh. I'm pretty sure even some of the listeners who are uh, uh, listening via radio or even through Facebook or Twitch or YouTube, no pressure, guys. Um, they are relating. Like I already am. Like you know, this those impulsive things. It's like I am just a gift giver, at least in that sense. And you yeah. want to re- you want that reciprocated. So definitely, I am feeling things already right now. Um, so. I, I'm i pretty sure that you guys wouldn't be pushed hard enough to start a platform about dating and relationships if you didn't encounter a low point. Or I guess in your podcast, I'm not sure if I'm saying it right, like your dark days <laughs> in, your, in your love life. So could you share an experience that almost made you give up on love? Who wants to start with this? I feel like I should start Ooh. because mine is quite short. Bea has a more colorful... Uh, dark days history I guess mine was I was just I was very fat like if you remembered me you're, you're from the same high school and I was just always very fearful of men so dating to me was just something that I just couldn't be vulnerable enough to do and by the time that I started really focusing on dating in my in my late 20s it was just always like whatever men would throw at me attention that they would throw at me I'd be like oh okay I like this guy too. So I guess that would be more of my dark days. I'd settle for certain things that I really shouldn't have been. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. What about now, Dark days yeah. is like using men to validate you, I think. Yeah. Uh, for me, I feel like my dark days, I never see them as dark days. Even if people tell me, like, Bea, you were in a dark day. Like a dark, <laughs> dark period. I always am just so happy and positive. I'm like, this is this is an experience. But I would say from being in Pavada in our school until like maybe my 29 years old. So matagal, matagal siyang dark It's a whole... Um, so initially, I think in Pavada, like you don't really learn how to date boys, right? Our version is like the bakal boy, the guy who's standing behind the gate. And if the guy is, if there's no guy behind that, you're not good enough. Like that to me was like, you know, being in an all-girls school. And mm. in my first relationship, it was super toxic. Like a lot of um, like alcohol, a lot of girls and just an abusive relationship like verbal and somewhat physical and so that was very dark but I always talk about it like oh it's an experience it's an adventure but <laughs> which makes me tililing it makes me a tililing person Chari will always no, it me. means you moved on I think that's just what it means <laughs> oh, yeah let's you, yeah you've learned it yeah. moving on from your dark days. how about you Leo? I want to know your dark days because we have uh, to. I okay, okay, yes, we're going around in a circle. Uh, mm-hmm. So my third, uh, my dark yes. days was probably when I was like in um, late college. I was in an internship. I was in the states. So of course, when you're not at home and you're in another country, right? What do you do? You party. So um, yeah, similar to Cherry, actually, what she said, like um, if you were to, if a guy were to give you attention, it's like you don't really know what's like what their intentions are but you don't really think about it too because this guy is showing interest and then um in hindsight this person it was full of red flags like i was a raging bull (laughs) running towards this red this dude it was like a walking red flag so it's um that was my dark days and like i actually do call it that was my dark ages it's so funny you guys But yeah, so that was mine. And so now, uh, Bea, you also mentioned that uh, you, so you were from like your 20s, even up to like your 29. There was, a, you had like dark days also with trying to figure out this whole dating thing. So for the both of you, what has changed in your outlook about love from your early 20s? And then like seeing it now. <laughs> okay, I'll start. Uh, I guess what's changed now for me is I 
I used to see men like I told you everything is an experience, right? And then every time I date a man, I always think like, oh, this is the story. Like, this is the story that's gonna happen with this guy. If he's French, if he's Australian, this is what it looks like. And then mm. now I realize like I can just make my own life. Like, if the guy compliments it, that's great. But like, right. for me now, it's like with or without the man, I can make my life. Bahala sila. Or Sherry and I always say che. Yeah. <laughs> I think I guess mine would be similar but also a little bit the opposite like I was always very individual as a person like whatever matter or not I'm fine and then I guess maybe because I'm in a happy relationship now I don't know that um, when you meet somebody who really compliments your life I, think, I, I never felt like I'm I don't feel like I'm less of an individual but you know like I feel like it's a like one I don't know it's so cheesy to say it but I feel like some, like something a man can actually make you want to be better in some way versus mm-hmm. like you being like I don't need a man whatever which I'm a total believer in but somehow I think my mindset has changed that there can be good men I think that's mm-hmm. it I think that's it that's yeah, how yeah. I, I agree Exist. being I agree. so scared of men to finally accept you there are yeah. good people not just good men so mm-hmm. I think I became more yeah. open mm-hmm. yeah it's like there there, there are Good men, but they are hard to find. But it'll be worth it when you do. You say hard to find. Needle in a haystack, hard to find. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Or you you can actually make them good. Like, there are poor men, like poor behaving men. But Mm. if they meet a good woman who's strong and not needy, they're not going to mess with her. You know what Mm. I mean? Yeah, but that... They will... That goes back to how you shouldn't be the one that's like changing a person, right? Mm, right. There's Don't so be a sandy like over. from Greece. Mm. <laughs> oh. Mm. So, so when it comes Greece. to, I, I do do it, but then I yeah, found so. out the, the lesson later on was like, it's not right. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. More like a Rizzo, but anyway. Uh, so, do you think though? Do you think dating becomes more complicated or more simplified as we get older? When you were younger, kasi, it was like, you know, I want this, I want that. And then maybe, and most of the time, we, didn't re- we weren't really sure what it was that we wanted. But now, um, how do you see it now? Is it more complicated still or still complicated? Or is it simplifying slowly? That's a good question. It's a very good question. Uh, for me, I don't know. For me, it's like it's it can be simple when you, no matter what age, it really can. If you know what you want, it's only for me. It's simpler now because I know somewhat what I want. Mm. But if I knew, if I started way earlier, if I got out of my dark dark era, <laughs> it would have been easier for me. I think. Um, mm. Yeah. Gosh, but is anything? Uh, I don't know if it's simple. I feel like it's. Yeah. I agree with <laughs> Bea. I think with age, it's much simpler. Mainly because one, you do know what you want. Two, you're smarter. The rose-tinted glasses are off, and your expectations mm-hmm. are more realistic. Versus when you're young and you're a rom-com yeah. girl and you romanticize <laughs> everything. Yes. So, oh my gosh. But it's also harder because. A lot at our age, a lot of people are settling down. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nga, I mean, we have. Uh, it's so mean to say that we have very little good men, but they just keep getting mm. the pool gets smaller and smaller as you age. So that's where it gets a yeah. little bit more difficult. But yeah, mm. I agree with what they said. And it's a and numbers if, game, though. I have to say, that's no, it's a numbers. Yeah, game. that's true. And I guess it also just depends on like what your. Are you willing to go lower in your age range? At least at the legal age, naman, <laughs> <laughs> to widen the pool. <laughs> it's hard though for older, like my That's age. True. I feel like I can't date someone who's twenty-five because they're gonna be like ages away. And mm, yeah. no, what I they agree. want, like, right? What's the upper and lower up? limit, everybody? Upper and lower. Li- oh, we're talking about age. Okay. Yes. Uh, 
Age. Mm. Else? Yeah, I, I'm. I think I would go at like thirty. Right now, I updated my app. <laughs> I made it like 30, 35. <laughs> wow, that's so small. It's like a small window. I know, right? It's a tiny pool. <laughs> Bea and I give tips. Yeah, Bea and I give tips on this. Go a bit lower. Go a bit lower in age. Like maybe three years lower. And then go up to like 40. Okay. Okay. Try so, it and then tell okay. us. Okay, I will try it. And for the monsters who are tuned in, why don't you try it as well? Widen the age range in your online yeah. dating apps. Why don't you? Just to widen your pool as well. And you are tuned in to Heard on Thursdays. I do have Bea Trinidad and Chari Luna. We're the hosts of Thirsty and 30, their podcast. But right now, we're talking about dating, of course. So when you do, though, when you so when you're dating someone, uh, Right, like let's say that you're dating someone now. Do you beat yourself up over like dating faux pas because you should know better now, or do you still laugh about it even just by yourself? Not like at least by yourself because you know how to kind of make fun of it and then move on. <laughs> hmm. I've always been so good at making fun of myself, eh? so I've mm. never really found a faux pas to be. Um, traumatizing mm. I think it's also again because growing up big I've grown a thick skin so I just laugh at myself a lot and I feel like if you feel super self-conscious maybe this is not the one mm. I'm a believer yeah. in comfort should be mm. one of the first things you look for Right. so yeah no experience really how about you Bea? I mean, we always laugh at ourselves and situations. I think that's the main thing. We have a Telegram chat just to specifically laugh at whatever I'm, whatever situation I'm in, oh or Sherry's in, or what. And I think you have to laugh at it so you don't put so much pressure on yourself. But dating faux pas, I would say in my twenties, like my twin and nineteen. To 29, I was definitely committing a lot of faux pas. So sorry for the people I even tried to flirt with. What's an example of a dating faux pas? Um, let's mm. say, okay, I have one. There was one who, um, what happened? <laughs> uh, he, he, uh, there was a guy who asked to kiss me. He, we were completely okay. different in religion. I, uh, Catholic, and he is a what is it? Jehovah's Witness. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. And then he asked, but it was just a weird date. I like, I couldn't handle it. I was like, this is going nowhere. And then the end of the night, he asked to kiss me, and I agreed. But then I ducked, and, then, <laughs> and, then, and he was like, "You said yes." And then I just like, I gotta go. Oh my god. <laughs> So you didn't see him after that, I'm pretty sure. I'm hoping. Uh, yeah, yeah. I did not see him after that. I, I just right. ghosted I mean, him. the duck said it all. <laughs> duck. All right, that's a, that's a... That is a faux pas, actually. Yeah, so, um, well, compared to the people or the guys that you were dating, uh, let's say, 10 years ago to now, your tastes in men... How much of it has changed? Like initially, tell me who, what were the types of guys that you were going for uh, ten years ago, and then uh, now, who are the guys that you are into? What kind of guys are you into now? Sure, <laughs> you go first. I'm trying to think if it's changed. I think yes, in the way that before I like men who would tease me you like mm. be a little mean like I like the the playground lambe you know what I mean when you were a kid and then a guy would poke fun at push you. you over the push you out of the season push you off the, yeah, push you off the slide oh my god before that's the kind of thing I like and then it developed into a more like I like a more caring calmer person right now but you may okay. Oh, uh, you know what? I've always liked uh, like someone. How do you call that? Like out of the out of the box. Like always, <laughs> my friends. If they send us a photo of like if I brought a date, they'll be like, "Who is this guy?" <laughs> they don't know the people I bring are like wild cards. <laughs> um, 
Until today, I would say I still like a wild card. <laughs> but I am probably looking for people that treat me better. Wild card, but still treat me better. We had a telegram conversation <laughs> that we said na Bea's love life is like pang Netflix documentary palagi. Oh <laughs> Can't it be? <laughs> wait, wait. I need an example of a wild card. Please, for the monsters who are listening, what is a, what is a wild card what is a Charlie wild card? Do it because I can't. Guy. I can't be. Um, I can't. I'm be trying to think of Bayes examples. Bayes like go. No, no, I won't be very specific. But see, Bayes, parang some. It always starts out great, and then suddenly there's like a pop. There's like a big red flag that just Explosion. comes out of nowhere, like. <laughs> so, so I was like, oh, this guy is great, and then boom, red flag, and then you're like, that's like a. It's like a red kumot, not even a flag. <laughs> but <laughs> it's a guilt of red flags. Yes. I think that's that's more it. No man. Nothing. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Okay. Thank you All for right. being so honest. <laughs> All right. Well, this is an intervention. <laughs> no no man. No no man. But I also mm-hmm. want to know, like, Okay, so thank you for sharing what, as an example of a wild card is. Now, can you tell me though, um, throughout your dating lives, what was was there a most memorable date that you've ever been on, or like what was was there like a most romantic thing that a guy has ever done for you? I would say my pandemic start. The start of my pandemic was very sweet. Ooh. I think uh, there was a lot of like, I like acts of service and gifts. So the person I was uh, making lunch with was really sending me gifts and letters. It was quite a nice thing. Like felt old fashioned. Like I realized mm. I love love. So those things I really enjoy. So yeah, sucker. yeah, that was great. Sucker for the sucker for love. Go it's ahead, your love languages, you. like words of affirmation and receiving gifts. And a red blanket. <laughs> love a red blanket. <laughs> Please, Kahana, okay. Cherry, what about you? Um, I guess that's, there's that thing we talked about on the on the podcast that Mike sent me Panda Express from California to Manila. But I think mm. the one that touched me the most was in one of our conversations, I told him that my favorite couple is Aina and Jeffrey Garten. Mm. So for also from the States, he sends me like, um, what, what, what's the title of that cookbook, Bea? Cooking for Jeffrey, which was I oh, yeah, yeah. for his husband. So he sent it to me for my birthday and changes every single Jeffrey on the book and on the cover <laughs> with his name. What? Mike on the post-it. Yeah, oh and then the, there was like a super seat dedication in front and then the back said, if it's not obvious, I want to be the Jeffrey to your Aina. And that was just like, okay, killing. <laughs> I think that was one of the sweetest things thinking Aww. about it. How long were you in the uh, like relationship or how long were you guys dating until he like sent you that book? Oh my God, it wasn't even that long really because we met on Bumble 2019 and we weren't even, we were monogamous at that time. We were like, okay, we won't see other people mm, then. Hi. But it was probably like a year, a year in. Mm. Yeah, a year in. Oh, that is so, oh, the effort, my gosh. And then bringing it to Manila pa. Oh, he sent that it is, with, to his friend, but it was super sweet. Yeah. yeah, that is, that's the kind of thing that we dream of. That's the kind of thing you watch on Netflix. Come on. It's okay, crazy. It's a reality for Shari. Hey, what are we doing <laughs> wrong? <laughs> I got oh, I got swear. Nikki, I think we're lucky. It, it depends talaga on the, on the, um, I guess, it just, it's gonna happen. It's just sometimes I think yeah. relationships evolve. And this is Shari's first relationship, like first relationship, right? Yeah. He's like, a, yeah. I, like yeah. all the guys that I've been dating, they were all kind of like wishy-washy. This is mm. like the most secure, stable, committed one. So good. Well, good. congratulations on behalf of all single women. Congratulations. You found a very sweet guy. So, um, 
What about um, in terms of lessons learned in dating? Maybe if it's not even about a breakup, but maybe it's about even choosing who you, to date. Like, what was the most valuable lesson you've learned in dating? Hmm. <laughs> from a bad, from a bad. You know, there's so many. Speaking of wishy-washy man, there was this guy that I was seeing for six months, and. I got dengue for quite a bit because I didn't do my due diligence. So, mm. before starting off into a not even like a legit committed relationship or dating somebody, do your due diligence and check their person, their whole thing. I think mm. that's important. Yeah. It's <laughs> a big lesson I, for I me. I totally get it. You said due diligence. I was like, Oh, background. From background checks. Background. Yeah, 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 yeah. Do an NBI clearance. Please yeah. check. Also, the Facebook, LinkedIn, Latna, screen. Yeah, yeah. That's, just, um, that's just to avoid something bad, right? Yeah, that's my advice. Mm-mm, mm-mm. I think for me, my biggest lesson, like we've learned so much through our episodes, but the number one thing is really asking crucial questions. Like number one is, does this lifestyle of this person fit within my lifestyle? Mm-hmm. And how do I see your life like way further? Because like what Sherry said, mine's always like a Netflix documentary, like with a crime, crime, crime. issues. There's always something in the end. Like because I think I I get the face one right. Young love, like you mga falling in love, getting attracted. Like I'm cool with that. Mm-mm. The second and the third part, I really messed that up. That's the part I don't get right. And that's why it turns into a thriller. So, mm. that's, that's right. my lesson. Ask questions. And then oh. be, write it down. Write it down. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, like, those questions, even if it's uncomfortable. Was there a question that you've asked? Um, well, what's, what's an important question, I think, that you should ask someone who you're considering to be as a partner? It can be, like, two or three questions that you... Like, it's a non-negotiable, I have to know these things about you. What are they? You just have to start off with, are you in a relationship? <laughs> I was going right? to say, are you married? That's uh, married or not? <laughs> ladies, be specific. Are you in a relationship, open or otherwise? Should be the question. Mm, yes, be very specific. Are Time you to change divorced it. or not divorced? Annulled or not annulled? Mm. <laughs> but I think seriously, just make sure your, your timelines are aligned. I think Bay and I have noticed that a lot of good relationships go awry because one of them's not ready like they're mm. they're, they're yeah. towards the same trajectory the same goal but the timeline is off so I think right. sorting that out early on is important um yeah. what else Bea? I think mine is how you deal with conflict like just ask mm. are we dealing with conflict or do we fight in a good way because there are some people who don't talk when they are upset about something there are people who want to talk about it mm. and it can get right. so much so a lot of friction I think that's important yeah uh, fighting styles you can, always ask fighting can they be styles. trusted can they be trusted yeah yeah those are initial questions I think yeah mm-hmm. trust plays a big big role also when it comes to relationships oh. of course one money like how you guys approach money because i've had mm. a relationship where we really the the tension was always on the money and not the lack of it just the the way we handled it because we both could earn the money but we just saw it so differently that we ended up all our fights were because of like a bill being paid it's just laundry you know getting laundry done so um, no point but no. Yeah. Gonna go on. All right. How about right. you, Nikki? Do you, do you have one? Uh, questions to ask. Well, yes. If you're in a relationship, I must ask that. Um, <laughs> also, it's a good question to ask. Well, also, not really a question, but like how they treat like other people like, when we're at a restaurant. Like, you know, how they speak to the waiter. How do they speak to like strangers? How they approach them? Are they cordial with them or are they more like you know demanding like I know what I want why is it not here yet that kind of thing so um, that's one thing that 
I think a lot of people start to notice. That was like a trend in like Facebook. If he starts to talk to your waiter like this, para it's a no, parang ganon. <laughs> That's how I realized. I was like, yeah, I should take note. The other another question, I guess, it would be in terms of them opening up, though. Not really much of a question. Like, how much are they willing to open up to you? Yeah. Um, of course, you have to time it right. But then, if they haven't opened up at a certain amount of time, it's like, how can how can we move forward? Yeah. In the relationship. Mm. That kind of thing. Bawal yan, yung mga pader. Ayoko na mga mm. pader. Right? No. <laughs> yeah. Let's like, be open. Tell me. Right? So, yeah. So, Bea, so, Bea I want to ask you now, like, with the past experiences that you've had, um, does it scare you that you could get hurt again if you were to date someone new? I think you're always scared, but I'm not a person that really says no to getting hurt. I'm really like, go, go long, go long. But mm. uh, I'm more conscious now to last 10 years with someone that I know is not going to be good for me. I think that's mm. it. I'm not afraid to get hurt. I just don't want to continue this like parang volume one, volume two, volume three until 10. Yeah. All right. <laughs> it's a learning process. Right? As you can see, I look lost. I and you say it's always an experience, like what you mentioned earlier. Every every relationship or dating uh, or date is an experience. Yeah. So, Shari, uh, naman, uh, I want to know that. Okay, so you met Mike through Bumble in 2019, and this was, I think, at a time, if I'm not mistaken that you weren't really looking for a relationship or weren't really interested in one or were you looking for one? Oh no, I was looking for one. Oh, you were looking for one. Okay, okay. Aggressive. Aggressive. <laughs> okay, but, to be, but to be honest, at that point in my life, I was not looking for a relationship in the way that I wanted to get married because I was in that phase in my life that men suck. So, Yeah. But I was aggressively looking. Mm, okay. And so what were your initial thoughts, I guess, on online dating? Like, were you... You were aggressively looking for a relationship and you were doing this through Bumble or any other uh, dating app. Were you, like, really confident? Or did you have, like, doubts? There's so many catfish here. Kind of uh, doubts, doubts for sure. But like I said a while ago, I always approach life with a sense of humor. So mm. if I get that, That's you know, good. that photo that you don't want or annoying advances that you don't want, it's just a perfect time to take a screenshot and send it to my friends and laugh at it. <laughs> so receive. Yes, how, yes. Kind of how it works in my head. If I find somebody online. Great. If I don't, it's fun. So, yeah, that's yeah, how I look though. at it. That is true. I do have a bad experience with that um, sharing with friends. I remember oh, no. my first breakup with my first boyfriend. We decided to date other people, and I decided to go down with age to mga twenties. And mm. I went on Snapchat. I found someone on Bumble, I believe, and he invited me to Snapchat, and he sent me mm. a, a thirst trap. Mm. <laughs> he sent me uh, his abs or something, just something wholesome, and I I screenshotted it of course, and then I didn't know on Snapchat oh, so no. could see. He said, and then he said, he said, you took a screenshot. I was like, oh sorry, <laughs> oh my gosh, firm. <laughs> so, oh gosh, he was hot though. He's a model and. It, he was beautiful. But yeah, I got caught being like got caught. a different generation. Yeah. Oh, dang. That's when I stopped oh, using Snapchat. All right. Well, I mean, do you still have it? I can go back to Shari. Can you share it? Can you share it? I share it with some people. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'll find him again. <laughs> I, still have my, I still have my collection of photos on my phone in a, oh my in a folder. I could share with you guys later. Alright. I think there, I think this, there's a lesson to be learned here also. I mean, aside from the whole screenshotting on Snapchat, you should not. Um, but also, like, <laughs> to approach dating with, like, 
yeah, with your friends in tow also. Like, you probably have that group chat. It's like, keep it light and not take yourself so seriously or beat yourself up over this person who you yeah. barely even know. Palang. So, yeah. So, that's and a lesson for all the monsters. Don't be scared of online dating. People are all like, oh, we did, we did a post online that a lot of people thought that it's for the desperate, it's for the people can't get a date that's not yeah. true it's a whole new world now like everybody's online so Mm-mm. it's practically yeah. the same so just just dive in if you get something bad laugh at it that's it here we go it's a good thing mm-hmm. oh Never god that is my problem yeah. but it's not about me let's uh <laughs> let's move on now <laughs> to uh to I feel dating like you should ask you something about that. i know tell uh, us more uh, how right. is your Wait, what do you over experience <laughs> What do I overthink? Oh my gosh. I mean, we're... When it comes to love and dating. Um, I overthink... You know that... that um, What do you call this? Uh, those videos like on TikTok is probably thinking about other girls. <laughs> yeah. And then, but really, they're just like... He's just hanging out with the boys doing really random stuff with each other. And it's yeah. just like... I mean, that, that that's on... That's me. That was me before. I don't know how I am when I approach like dating now it's just gonna be that's what I'm afraid of actually because pandemic I was like I was not active I was not active and it, I mean of course we can make a profile for you you're on oh apps, my god right? oh we're doing this <laughs> we're gonna make an, we're gonna make a profile oh gosh well why didn't I man yeah but, we do that real okay oh my gosh am I gonna victimize myself tonight wait lang before before we get into that before we get into that um let's talk a little bit first about like dating etiquette so i want to know uh, um between the two of you um what is or do you have a go-to flirt move like probably eight times eight out of ten works we always ask this on the show. Bea has a great yeah, flirt. Yeah. I'm a terrible flirt. I just make weird jokes. Um, I share movies I like. And sometimes I do like a... Like an annoying... Like, you know, quirky. I try to be quirky. Bea has a good one. Go <laughs> Bea. Okay, well, mine now is uh, number one. Uh, sending books or like just giving things. Like as long as they return it. Like if they if I give something and they don't give something back, they're blacklisted. They're in my red oh. list. <laughs> I have a red list. Wow. <laughs> I have anyone that's shady, wrong, weird, they move to that list. Um, mm. And then lately, I've been liking sending voice notes. I think it's a nice thing because apparently, yeah. uh, when you I mean we're you're in radio and stuff and we're in podcasts pa- podcasting it's very intimate so not that linalandi ko sila or <laughs> but I mean like just send an intimate voice note I mean that's that's a not the content I did that trend but it was more of like to get like move up from text to a voice call I do a voice note yeah. or a voice call. It's a flirting mood. I love it. Okay, that's a good move. I mean, everyone loves the radio podcasting. And then video is the best. Video is obviously the best because you get both visual and audio. This is a science. Guys, try it out. Yes. <laughs> For- Nikki, yeah. what's yours? What's yours? I'm yeah, what's your go-to? I'm trying. You know what? I'm actually trying to think. Like, what is... I can't even... This is how out of the game I am, friends. I can't even remember <laughs> what I did. Um, okay, right now, if there was somebody across the room right now, Nikki, how would you do it? I just glance at them. No, I'm just kidding. Um, no, 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 no. Uh, well, I know this. I know this move. It's not even really flirting, but it's actually how to start a conversation with someone you barely know. So it's like... Um, Usually, if I'm out the money, you're with your friends, right? And when you uh, you see a cute guy, and then you obviously you inch your group a little bit closer, right? That's the, that's the goal, uh, proximity, so that it's much easier yeah. to contact, like to to try and talk to this person. And so, yeah. one move was like to like I asked them, "Hey, can you take a picture of us?" And then he's the one who takes the picture. Oh, and I then, like that. I like that. 
Yeah, and then it's like um, shows you, you can take it again. And you're like, thanks so much. How's your night going? And so that's how the conversation starts. Okay, that's I like out. that. Yeah, it's subtle. It's subtle. <laughs> Do it, Bea. <laughs> Do it to get out of your dark age. Dark age. Dark days. <laughs> dark era. It's an era, guys. Not a few years. <laughs> well, okay. So, uh, thank you for sharing your go-to flirt moves. Uh, if you guys, if monsters, you guys are considering it, I hope it works for you as well. But um, what's your take, naman, when it comes to women making the first move or even like considering? I'll pay for the date. Like, you know, like, don't chill. Like, I got you. Like, what's your opinion on that? We actually had a good episode with FQ Mom about those two things. Mm. Who pays for yeah. the first date is whoever asks Yeah. on the date. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. That's yeah. kind of who pays for it. But they, well, I don't know if they also, but I'm team, the guy should pay on the first date. I think they right. agrees with me mm. too. And then, what's I, the, yeah, go on, go ahead, Bea. I do like you can pay. Uh, whoever asks for the date, right, should pay. But I also saw like this dating coach Matthew Hussey, where he said you should try to pay for the popcorn. Like you should offer to pay for something. So after yeah, mom yeah. told us to pay for like a dessert or like just show that you're a team player, yeah, <laughs> not like a, a gold digger. That you just because mm-hmm. yeah. there are women that they just expect to be showered until the end of their you know from past like twenty dates or like they will never put out their wallet again. Yeah, and but that's that's that's, that's timing though because I remember FQ mom said that her tip was to do that when you also like the person in the courting oh, stage. Yeah. Or I guess the first two dates let yeah. let him pay and then about the girl making the first move they and I are all for it usually but also FQ mom said that what are we were yeah. wired um evolution just Mm-mm. shows that men hunt and women blah 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 Mm-mm. so I guess you should play play to that a little bit and maybe try to make yeah. them feel like there is some sort of chase instead of us doing the chasing yeah so yeah. yeah, I would never do the first move. I think you can find a way to make the guy make the first move easier. Like you can be around him, you can have a cup of tea. I don't exactly. know what people do nowadays. Miss Universe, <laughs> Universe said that to us, right, Thea? Put yourself yeah. in situations in, in areas that oh, yeah. you know that that person will be. So you kind mm. of open the stage, but you don't make him kill a bit you wait for the approach but you're there ready to yeah. accept the approach ready uh, ready <laughs> to, to accept the approach you know, I love it <laughs> it's like a plane yeah, landing right. <laughs> it works though if you if you want to make the first move go for it but like as long as it's not only you that's making the move I think I yeah know. as long as you're not the one who's yeah. always making the first move also into like asking out or to yeah. I guess pay also that would be Interesting. That's a red flag. Guys can smell desperation. <laughs> Guys mm. can smell um, neediness, uh, desperation, uh, jealousy, all the things that we women like to sh- show them. They can smell it. They can sense it. That's yeah. true. Mm-hmm. Have you guys ever ghosted anyone? I'm sure. So, like, I, I, I'm sure. Like, I have been ghosted a few times. And I'm maybe you guys have also experiences in ghosting and being ghosted, pala. But have you ever ghosted anyone? And what was the reason if you had at least one? Just loss of in, <laughs> loss of interest. I have been ghost. I have been ghosted more um, with people that I've invested or I thought I invested feelings in. What? But, um, like if I've dated them, but then I was such an awkward kid. Like to me, like three dates was an investment. <laughs> like the you know the level of effort is so different. The guy's like, this girl's not gonna kiss me or anything, and I'm like, mm-hmm. three dates, I kissed him on the cheek. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I've been ghosted by those guys who are more mature in the dating world, mm-hmm. um, but I've ghosted people through text or messaging. Just because I was not interested and I'm just like, can't be bothered. Yeah. Mm. How about you, Sherry? I've 
I, I'm a blocker being you know, that. Like, I don't really, You're a blocker. Yeah, I don't really just drop out of nowhere and just leave things on red. If somebody starts annoying me, like I told you when I was aggressively looking, sometimes on Bumble, people just find you on Instagram, they send you something, you reply once, and then they just won't stop. Or same yeah. on WhatsApp. Mm-hmm. So instead of just like, I'm showing you I'm not interested, instead of showing you that I'm not replying, I'll be very clear and put a period on it and just block. Block it. Wow. How or many people are on your block list? Can I? <laughs> How many people are in your block list? Have you ever checked, Sherry? No, I haven't. <laughs> but, you know. <laughs> but, I'm yeah. but have I been ghosted? No, surprisingly not. Because, again, I'm not very open as a person. So, I don't really wear my heart on my sleeve. So, I don't think I let myself get into a, a situation to get ghosted. Because I'm very mm-hmm. conscious of it. But I feel like it's not going anywhere. So, oh, yeah. so you, you're explicit about it. Like, you'll actually bring it up. Instead of yeah, like, I just I mean people ghosting me. That's why I've never been ghosted. Because I guess that's I don't really I, I don't get attached too quickly. If that's a thing. Mm, okay. So when I feel like something is dwindling, oh dan kuna. Like oh yeah, you're okay. not interested. I am more not interested. <laughs> <laughs> that's how you end up on the blacklist. <laughs> uh-huh. Well. Wow. What about what about um, when you're not in a relationship or while you're not in a relationship? Is it okay to date more than one person at a time? I mean, is it okay to date more than one person? Yeah, like at the same time. I'm a one person kind of dater. However, that hasn't really served me well, so I need to change my approach. <laughs> All right. Yeah. All right. I'm a day. I find it difficult to date multiple people at once, but that doesn't mean that you should not. Mm-hmm. Um, I've heard a lot yeah. of times that you shouldn't put your all your eggs in one basket. Mm-hmm. And until somebody is, says that he's monogamous to you and you agree that you're monogamous to him, it's mm-hmm. you date whoever. It's your mm-hmm. right to. Yeah. yeah. I agree. And I think it's important also to validate that it's okay because I'm sure there are some people who like when if they date one person lang and they start to get invested they start to feel like they are going to be like there's there's a possibility of this being in a relationship when you don't really know what the other person is thinking so it's like kind of just like don't prioritize this partnership and their men are love bombers I think most men are love bombers where they just like shower you with so much like uh, love infatuation and then out of nowhere they're gonna change their mind I don't know I feel like that's Mm -hmm. more of a they they say like women fall in love with like the words of men so that's why men have to like love bomb you and then (laughs) so you fall for them (laughs) And also, don't forget, you have to be clear. You ask. Um, you can't just assume you're monogamous. It has mm. to be explicitly said oh, yeah. that you are in a monogamous relationship. Never Mm-mm. assume that it is. Yeah. They're going to just hold you. It's a good thing that you actually bring that up. My next question is, when is it appropriate to tell the person you're dating your expectations? Like, is there a given time frame when you guys are dating? Or is it like right at the start? Like maybe first, second date? <laughs> A friend of ours, Kat, said that there's no more like pabebe nowadays now that we're heading into <laughs> our 30s. Like, wala lang pabebe dating. Like, just say what you want. And I believe this. Like, there's a trend now that they say is hardballing. It's like your first date. You just tell them everything that you want. Yeah. I, I haven't done that. I can't. Like, I'm not that naturally aggressive. I am also soft. Um, honest person. <laughs> yeah. So, it, I think you should. No, maybe first five dates of being I don't know. Yeah. yeah, I agree. There's no reason to beat around the bush because you just end up getting disappointed if your wants don't match. And I think mm-hmm. because if yeah. we are thirsty and 30, we are at the age that we don't really have five years to spare into somebody who doesn't want to get married yeah. and I do. Right. Or doesn't want to have kids, but I do. So... It's just all about so you don't want to waste your time. And masakit to not be on the same page. Yeah, yeah, that is true. That's true. That's how 
we don't get out of our dark days also. We don't I have one it. example. Go share. I have one example. In um, Bumble or Tinder, there are people that say that I'm looking for something casual. Right. Or I'm not interested in a relationship. Or I don't the know yet. Self, yes. My past <laughs> self would be like, oh, he's cute. I can turn him. I can convert him. <laughs> But nowadays, yeah. I'm like, no, swipe left. You're not going to be mm-hmm. able to change them. You're not even going to convert them. Like, they've already told you exactly what they want. True. Yeah. See, progress. Totally like, uh, Arthur Love. <laughs> We're moving forward. Progress. Baby step. One baby step. <laughs> <laughs> so let's say, let's say that you guys are. Uh, dating let's let's pretend i guess for shari that all three of us are single if you find out that the person that you're dating is still friends with his exes is this a red flag for you (laughs) (laughs) how close how close are they? I, I mean, siguro at least they react on each other's ig stories I just started so intimate. I'm sure I'm telling you right now. <laughs> <laughs> I would be jealous also. <laughs> My, okay. I, I, I will be. Shari, you want to go first? Or should I go? No, go ahead. I'm trying to analyze the situation. <laughs> in my head. Okay. I have. Okay. A couple examples. As okay. I said, I'm an experienced dater. <laughs> okay. So my first. Um, my first boyfriend, he came off a 10-year relationship. And he was still like trying to maintain a uh, friendship with his ex. And there was one concert, I think it was his, sorry. There was um, one concert that we had to go to. And that was like, before that, he was going to meet his ex, like completely like cut off and give back everything and not be friends with her. Okay. But like... But it was so complicated. I was so confused. Like I wanted him to heal from his tenure. Number one, you shouldn't date someone who just got off a relationship, right? Mm. I feel like that's a no-no. Diba? See? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> 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 oh my gosh, I just realized all my past three have been healing from their past relationship. <laughs> and I'm trying to save them. That's, that's a breakthrough, at least you know now. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, yeah, I guess it's not good if they're friends with their ex. I think that's the, I think it's, especially if the ex still really loves them or has, if if they're not like in the same group of friends, I think, Mm. yung talagang they're really intentionally keeping the connection. (laughs) Yeah, I have an issue with that. Yeah, I agree. You can be friends with your ex, but you can be friendly. There's a difference. Yeah. Like, too yeah, familiar, okay. same like inside jokes, things Mm-mm. like that, reacting mm-hmm. to stories. No, but your Facebook friends, okay, fine, whatever. Yeah. But interacting all the time, no. All right. And all some right. exes are crazy too. Some exes are true. crazy. You don't want that. That is true. Clean that is true. Cleanse. Detox. <laughs> <laughs> do, you, do you guys also believe in the phrase? People can only love you as much as they love themselves. Oh, that's interesting. Say it again. People can love. People can only love you as much as they love themselves. Oh. oh. Okay. Hmm. Hmm. Do you agree or disagree? I guess it, it kind of connects to you know how when people are unhappy when the, with themselves, it's hard. For them to be happy for other people, mm-hmm. I think if mm-hmm. you're if you don't love yourself, there's a certain ceiling as to how much love you can give. I guess, yeah, up to that degree. I agree with the statement. Yeah, yeah. how about you? Yeah, you you learn this the hard way. I think in some cases, when you're in a toxic relationship, like I was in one the first time, and for the whole like. I think when, especially when people are gaslighted, like you're always made to believe that it's your fault. Like it's always twisted that it's your fault. But in reality, like that person is never going to be happy and they Mm -hmm. don't make decisions to make themselves happier. And what they're doing is they're just pushing it towards you and you'll catch the ball, try to, I don't know, 
you know, it's like a really bad game of basketball. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So for see, I have so many analogies for life. Yeah. <laughs> basketball being one of them. <laughs> yeah, I, I think it's true. And yeah. you have to learn that really early on when you're dating because you will end up so blinded by love that you forget that phrase. That should be tattooed in people's faces. Tattooed on people's faces. Bay and I also on the show like to give importance into doing what's best for yourself first. Mm. Because if you're in a yeah. good place, you attract good things as well. Yeah. Like good people. That's true. So yeah. I think that's, yeah. Yeah, I like that. Or um, Ellen, Ellen Adarna's um, advice: You deserve what, what you, you tolerate. tolerate. I think that's that's Ooh. important. Yeah, that's a good one. That's my favorite. Wow, yeah. that should be tattooed mm. in people's faces too. <laughs> Let's all get it like a full <laughs> body. <laughs> After this, post Malone. Like, <laughs> guys you. outside. <laughs> All right. Well, oh my gosh, Shari, Bea, we are nearing the end of uh, this conversation. I'm having so much fun. No, but I know, right? I know, right? (laughs) (laughs) But okay, if there was one quick message or a tweet, 150, 140 characters, but a short message that you can tell your 18 year old self about love or dating, what would it be? And I'll give you guys a moment. Uh, for the monsters who are tuned in, you're tuned in to Heard on Thursdays. I'm joined by Bea Trinidad and Shari Luna of uh, Thirsty and 30, their podcast. And it's just been such a joy talking about dating and relationships and all of our experiences as well. So if you guys are just, if you guys have still have any questions, actually go ahead. If you have any problems or something, we'd be more than happy. Because yeah. we're so experienced. <laughs> <laughs> and Mary's in a better state. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, yeah. So I hope you guys are also enjoying the conversation as much as we are. But for Ben Sherry, what would be your message to your 18 year old self? That's so hard. I'll start. Okay. Okay, mine is super simple. Like, I'm not even gonna make this a, you know, a haiku or a poem. It's just a isip konti. Mag isip ka Or ano, or tama na. Tama na. Tama na. That's a good one. Tama na is my favorite line to say to Beas. Imagine if you're 18 yourself after you receive that. It's like, mag isip ng konti. What's gonna happen? Sherry, have you thought of something? I think it's a little bit of the opposite. Like, don't be so paranoid. Be more open. Mm. Would be my advice to my younger, my 18-year-old self. Oh. I love that. Yeah. Thank you. That is true. Hard uh, <laughs> if you were to give advice to the monsters who are tuned in when it comes to dating or at least when it comes to being in a relationship what's the number one advice that you can give them? Hmm. I can start Cherry. I'm always ready. <laughs> I'm always yeah, ready has to learn some experiences. Where's the wisdom for myself? <laughs> I have ano, I have two again. Number one mm. is ano, it's from one of our guests, um, Kai Antonio. She um, discussed like polyamory and big love, and mm-hmm. her thing was clar- clarity is kindness. I love that. Um, in this world of dating vagueness, I feel like that's important. Yeah. Um, and then my second one would be do unto others what you want. The golden ruler. Do mm. unto others what you want them to do to you. I feel like that's a good one. Yeah. yeah. That's a very good one. That's true. <laughs> for people who are single or in a relationship. You know, I think for single people and those looking to get into a relationship, one of my favorite pieces of advice from our show was from Moira. Mm. was when she said mm. that when she knew she found the one, she felt very calm. I think people are so into looking for exciting all the time. Mm-mm. But looking for yeah. peace in a calm relationship is so much nicer than 
being in a exciting, erratic, crazy one, right? And then I guess yeah. my advice to people in a relationship, we always talk about communication and I think it's one of the foundations of a good relationship, but make sure you learn how to communicate effectively. So you can talk all you want, but if you don't know how to effectively communicate with your partner with what's gonna land with what Mm-mm. you say, then you're just yeah. talking to yourself, right? right? So effective communication would be my other advice. All right. <laughs> We're winners. We're winners today, guys. <laughs> Well, thank you so much. Oh my gosh. Thank you so much. Learned so much. And I it was just a joy just to hear all of your stories, Bea and Sherry, uh, about dating, about love, finding love, at least for Sherry, finding love in the future <laughs> for me and Bea. <laughs> Tend and, us um, your bio will make you a bio. I know. I was going to say the offer stands. Yeah. Any, yeah, yeah. Anyone who else wants a free yeah. program? Monsters who are listening, please. Yeah, that's your bio. All right, no, I'm I'm game for it. I'm game for it. Let's do it. Um, but for now, let's go ahead and uh, ask Bea and Sherry to go ahead, share, invite monsters to uh, listen to your podcast and maybe even follow your socials. If there's anybody you want to say hi to tonight who you know are listening, go ahead, go ahead, take the floor. Hi, mom and dad. <laughs> <laughs> So, guys, please do listen to our podcast, Thirsty and 30. It's a chat show about smarter love. You can find us on Spotify or anywhere podcasts are lo- are available. Our Instagram is Thirsty and 30. My Instagram is Shari underscore Luna. I'm private, but if you would like to follow, I accept sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, go ahead. You're not a weirdo. <laughs> okay, you well, Shari's pretty... Okay, well, pretty much... Um, as a compliment to the podcast, I write a newsletter called thirsty30.substack.com and it just takes five minutes to read every week and hopefully it will improve your relationships, work, family, friendship, love, of course. And yes, my Instagram is at Trinidad underscore. I accept in public. I don't care. All of you know, people, I accept them all. <laughs> oh, and also, if you please... Inclusive. Please do visit our website so you don't miss any of our anythings. Thirstyand30.club Yeah. Alright. Thanks so much, Nikki. And we cannot wait to fix your dating profile. You're making it sound like I have a terrible dating profile. (laughs) I actually don't know how. Well, I will will show you uh, off air. Anyway, but yes, uh, thank you for all the monsters who have tuned in through Facebook, through Twitch, through YouTube as well, and on air on the radio super appreciate Bea and Sherry sharing everything that they had to share could share with the time that we had I'm sure we could have talked more about like because there's just so much there's so many things to talk about right yeah. but mm-hmm. yeah so hour uh, could be different. probably bring you guys back <laughs> part two or something I'm sure <laughs> alright well uh, for all the monsters this has been heard on Thursdays uh, and have a good evening or early morning it is 1221 so get some rest and I hope you guys rethink your strategy when it comes to love and take heed from the advice that Bea and Shari has shared tonight and with that we say goodbye and good night, and keep it locked only here on the monster bye bye